Time once again on this Saturday morning for a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Jack, Merry Christmas to you, and the holiday sale begins, I think, today. It does indeed, Denny. You're really on top of our game. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And not only does the sale begin today, this afternoon we have our grand tasting at all the Haskell stores, and they're pouring all sorts of wine with particular emphasis on sparkling wine. So today's a great day to come in and begin. They're pouring all sorts of wine with particular emphasis on sparkling wine. So today's a great day to come in and begin your Christmas shopping. In fact, I was going to talk about that a little bit today. I think the easiest person in the world to buy a present for is somebody who's a wine lover. Uh, Just think of the multiple gifts you can give them. And it's no-brainer. For example, books. Nothing is better for a wine lover than an atlas a book. Uh, And an atlas is nothing more than a book that's a collection of maps. And Hugh Johnson, a British friend of mine, has composed uh, the Wine Atlas, and I think it's the most thorough one in the entire world. It shows every wine area in the world. In fact, his newest edition even shows the wine areas that are now in China that didn't exist when he wrote the first book 40 years ago. But uh, that Wine Atlas is a wonderful book to give uh, a wine lover, as are so many different books. I, You know, uh, I can remember early on in my career in the wine business, uh, a woman was selling her book and came through town and wanted me to be aware of it and promote it, etc. And it, it was where I, I learned the most important lesson in the world about learning about wine. And, and it, she called it, hand me that corkscrew. And there's nothing to learn about wine uh, unless you'll go and taste it. And that's very important. Uh, when you taste wine to learn about it, uh, you have to sip and taste it. You don't have to drink a lot of it, but you have to taste a lot of it. And, you know, wine tasters, uh, myself included, sometimes are forced to taste a hundred different wines in a day. And you say, how could you do that? Well, you spit it out. And uh, even by spitting it out, a little bit stays in your mouth. So you have to be very, very careful when you're tasting wine. But that begs the question, wine openers. There's so many wine openers. Some of them are good, some of them aren't so good, some of them are gimmicky, etc. But again, who has that likes wine, who never has enough corkscrew? Corkscrew makes a great gift. I particularly am enamored with one from Australia that has a foil cutter on one end, a little circular thing you twist around the top of the bottle and takes the foil cap right off, and then the rest of it is a lever corkscrew. One of the best corkscrews in the world is one called Scruple, and I'll never forget the fellow who invented it was a Texas oil man, and his wife had arthritis and couldn't open up bottles of wine. So he decided he'd fix it. And the most important thing he did of anything, and and like I say, he he did a lot of things with his uh, wine opener called a scruple, is he put Teflon coating on the worm. The worm is the circular part of the corkscrew. And that Teflon on there just made that uh, entry to get the corkscrew in so much easier. And then his corkscrew was all leverage. You kept turning it. You could turn it with your fingers. You didn't have to crank it up like you do with a lever uh, corkscrew. And uh, I bought
bought a dozen from him because I thought, well, he came all the way from Texas, or maybe it was two dozen. wasn't very many because it was expensive. It was $12 or something, and this is back in 1972. I thought, my, my, that's kind of expensive for a corkscrew. At any rate, I asked one of our guys, Harvey was his name, I said, Harvey, what happened to all those corkscrews? So we sold them all. I said, you did, you only put them out yesterday. He said, everybody loved them. And, and we ended up being one of their best customers in the entire United States, and everybody did love them. Today they're available everywhere. It's called the Scruple, and it is absolutely terrific. You know, glassware is another one. Uh, before I forget that, another wine opener that everyone who loves wine should have is something called an Asso. It doesn't have a worm on it at all. It has two blades, and you put the blades in, and then you seesaw the... Uh, so back and forth to have it go down to the top of the wine bottle and then you slowly turn it on the way out and the reason I say people need one of those is if you're opening a very old bottle of wine and you're afraid the wine cork will break or crumble the scruple holds the whole thing together and lets you open that bottle worry-free even though it, it's crumbling because the, the ASO doesn't penetrate the cork at all. It goes on the outside of the cork. While I'm on it, I, I'm a, the world's biggest advocate against any kind of pressurized corkscrew with, where you inject it into the cork and then you pump air into it, whether it's automatic or hand pump into that. I've seen too many bottles blow up in my time. So I, I don't rem- recommend anybody get one of those CO2 wine openers where you inject uh, CO2 into the bottle or pump air into the bottle, and you do it by putting a needle through the cork. Believe me, those are very dangerous, and you want to be very careful. Having said all that, what about glassware? Well, I think glassware, uh, people get a, a lot of fluff. I mean, there there's special glasses for Zinfandel and special glasses for Port and special glasses for Chardonnay and Cabernet and Zin- oh, That's a Actually, there is some merit to that. If you're a wine merchant or in the wine business or something like that, but if you're just entertaining in an average wine drinker, all you need is a good all-purpose wine glass that you can use for everything. The only exception to that is it's kind of fun to have some flutes when you have sparkling wine. The flute, uh, instead of those saucer-shaped old-time wine saucer-shaped glasses that were a Victorian uh, fad, really, the guys would carry on their watch fob a little silver or gold stirring thing, and they'd stir it and hold the saucer underneath the nose of their lady, and the bubbles tickle their nose, etc. Well, they spend a lot of time and effort putting those bubbles into the sparkling wine, and a flute helps keep them in there. So flutes are are one that you could get besides an all-purpose one. But again, you could use all-purpose glass for uh, any kind of wine, including champagne wine, wine, sparkling wines. Uh, There's another thing that's very, very handy to have. It's called a vacuvin. A vacuvin, it is what it says it is. It's like a vacuum, and it comes with a, a... a little top, a rubberized top, and you put that in the bottle. Then you take this little pump, the vacuum in, and pump all the air out. And it does indeed help keep the wine for a couple, three days on the counter or in the refrigerator. <clears throat> it's sealed shut. 
It comes with a pump and usually three of the rubber gaskets that go on top of the wine bottle. And it's a handy thing to have because it's a good way to store wine. Uh, and as I said, it's no no sure thing, but it'll keep the wine longer than just putting the cork back in and setting it on the counter. Vacuum vent, they're, they're worth doing. And something else that is absolutely worth doing is something called Wine Away. It is without question the very best <coughs> excuse me, wine remover in the entire world. You can get it at any of the Haskell sort. It's called Wine Away. You put that on a wine stain, even an old wine stain, and then follow the instructions, spray it on, and I'll tell you, those wine stains just disappear. It's incredible. At this time of year, when we're in advance of Christmas, uh, I... Uh, Advent wine calendar is kind of fun. It's a regular Advent calendar like the kids get where there's a little candy in. Only every day there's a little carafe of wine for you to learn about wine because they're all different types. But those Advent wine calendars are kind of fun. That's for certain. You know, and as I said, when you give somebody wine, you can personalize it very nicely. Uh, wine and food makes a, a great, great gift. For example, you select a bottle of wine, uh, some kind of pasta and a recipe, and say, give that to somebody as a gift or put it in a nice basket. Or you make a basket for wine. You put in pasta, some sauce in a bottle of wine, or a couple different kinds of cheese in a bottle of wine, or a bunch of your favorite sweets in a wine. And that makes a great gift. Or you can say two of my favorite things and put a good bottle of olive oil next to a good bottle of wine. Makes a fabulous gift. Uh, any kind of wine publication makes a good gift, too. And who can deny the pleasures of a wine gift basket come bold and brimming with good cheer for anybody? A wine club membership is a great gift to give people. Uh, it forces them to follow different things, and usually wine clubs have dinners, uh, wine tastings uh, and wine education classes. Great, great gift to give people. Uh, select something unusual in a wine is really good. Uh, we carry in this market Croatian wines from Corte Caterina. They're carried all over the world. They're some of the best wines from Croatia, and they're made by a local family here named after their daughter, Kathy Corte Caterina. And uh, it is wonderful wine from Croatia, surely wines most people have never tried. A, a common wine that is most people have never tried is something called Sauternes. This is a sweet wine from Bordeaux, and it is absolutely marvelous. A little sip of a half bottle will serve a dinner party of eight to ten people, because you only want a little taste of it. It's a perfect finish to any kind of meal. A really magnificent. And uh, uh, something that I dearly love is port and Stilton cheese with walnuts. A good bottle of port, say a 10-year-old tawny, a nice chunk of Stilton, or if you prefer, maybe Roquefort, and uh, two or three walnuts. My, you sit and sip that in front of a fire on a cold winter's night, and you'll know God's in heaven and all's right with the world. It's a marvelous thing to do. And uh, most people aren't familiar with tawny port or uh, aged port. So you, you can buy a 10-year, 20-year-old port that they won't break the bank. 
Speaking of old wines, we were lucky enough a few years ago to get an old sherry, over 100 years old, Menez sherry, and uh, it is just absolutely fantastic. And the great thing about this sherry is it's modestly priced, even though it's over 100 years old. The sherries are made in the Solera, which is like a rack of barrels, upside-down pyramid almost. Uh, every year they put in the top, and the oldest one is, gets to go to the bottom. This one, as I said, is over 100 years old and <coughs> under $100. And what a delicious, sweet treat it is. Jimenez, as sweet as could be. And the good news about sherry like that, same with the port, is after you open those up, you can set them on a sideboard in a stoppered container, and they'll last for up to one month. So you have a, a, and some people think a lot longer. I think it's stretching it at a month. But those, that whole month, you can sip a little whatever you want. It it's really makes a wonderful, wonderful gift. And again, something no one has ever had before. Uh, different varieties of wine, like we talk about Vermentino. Vermentino is a terrific uh, wine varietal for white wine lovers. Ivoroni makes one. Vermentino uh, comes from Italy, of course, just delicious. We've heard me talk about in the past Viognier. Viognier is a wonderful white wine from the uh, uh, white wine grape from the Rhone Valley, and today they have Viognier comes from everywhere. But a, a different thing for people to try. Maybe a bottle of real champagne. If you have a friend that loves sparkling wine or loves Prosecco, why not buy him a real champagne? Give him a real treat. Just absolutely terrific. Uh, any kind of sparkling wine makes a wonderful gift. And they make a nice hostess gift at this time of year, too. Uh, just remember with hostess gifts, don't expect your guest or your host to serve your wine that night. Usually they've picked out a wine that they plan on serving for all their guests, and they want something. If you bring them something, you bring it for dessert or for them to have another time when they're by themselves. It's rather presumptive if you want them to try your wine at the time. But I think you get the idea. There's so many wonderful, wonderful wines and wine treats and wine uh, accessories that you can just, it's an on, never-ending. I mean, there, the gifts list goes on and on and on. And even uh, spirits are a wonderful thing to do. You know, you can do spirit baskets. If you have a friend that likes margarita, give them the fixing of margarita in a basket. And I'm sure they'll be absolutely delighted. Well, there you have it. Uh, some good gift ideas. And as Denny pointed out earlier, today is the first day of Haskell's big holiday gift sale. It will go all the way through the holidays, through, the, through New Year's. It's a terrific sale. And it's on now. Today's the first day. And like I say, a great day to stop in because you get to sample all sorts of wonderful things, particularly sparkling wines from around the world. Absolutely, Jack, and tell us uh, the location so we can find them. Well, the Haskells love to talk about wine, and they love to compare wine with foods. And as this during the sale, now, they love to save you a big dollar. So come on in and save big dollars on wine, and you can do that at our Bloomington store. We have a store also in Excelsior. Down in Fairbow, there's a store right off at 35 on wine, and you can do that at our Bloomington store. We have a store also in Excelsior. Down in Fairbow, there's a store right off at 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wine.
Minneapolis with free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's the Haskells at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskells, go to Haskells.com. Incidentally, on our website, there's a wonderful thing for holiday recipes that you can pick that we've perfected over the years. And don't forget, Haskells does deliver. Fantastic, Jack. Let's do this again next week. I'm going to look forward to that, Denny. Jack Farrell from Haskell's. <laughs>